0: Welcome to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. On today's episode, Shelley and Tracy discuss their favorite sequels, series, and retellings. What makes a good sequel? What are some of their favorite series? What separates a story's retelling from the 10 other retellings already out there? They'll chat about all this and more, so stay tuned.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining us today on another episode of Stacks and Stories. And today we're going to be talking about...
0: (laughs) We just can't seem to get these words out. This is literally the fourth time we've tried. So we're going to talk about sequels, serials, and retellings. So, and and honestly, this is the fourth time, but we're rolling with it. This yeah, is the one you're just, hearing because this is, we just can't do it anymore. This anymore. is
1: a topic we have, I don't think we've ever discussed this. These, no, I think we have like
0: probably mentioned, if it's a sequel, we've mentioned it in a podcast, but mm-hmm. we haven't done a designated one no. about this topic. So, you know, it's, these are, these are books that, are familiar to you either because you've read the same characters before mm-hmm. or you you are you mean to like it's a serial so do you want which one do you want to start with? Well um, first of all, I like to start off with saying
1: that there are readers out there who love to read a series. you know they really get into a series and they like having that, comfortable feeling of that they know the character and they kind of even though like the next book is going to have a different story they kind of have that comfort level with the characters and um a lot of times it's it's very formulaic
0: but there there is that comfort it's kind of like watching a TV show where you already know those people, and what are they going to do this time? Tracy, have you been reading my card? I, you know what? I, I we're too far. We are social distanced, and no, I <laughs> <laughs> not read your card. I
1: have on my card that this is like watching The Office on Netflix, and I think especially during uh, these pandemic times, I read that a lot of people started watching like The Office and, and shows like that, like shows that they know because it's comfortable for them. So I think that a lot of people, I don't know necessarily about books, but perhaps during the pandemic, people people might have started reading more serials because that they're comfortable with that yeah.
0: character. And you, you know, after you read one, you know whether it's right for you or not. Yes. Although, I wasn't going to talk about this, but... Maisie Dobbs the first one is really good the second one no I I read half of it and was done you know I tried, it was different than the first one
1: I tried to read Maisie Dobbs and could not get into it that was a DNF for me there's this whole
0: like it almost supernatural element which hey I'm into yeah but is this a book about a post-world war ii detective or are you getting some esp vibes when you walk in the room pick one pick one i don't i don't want it to be both yeah. anyway so okay proceed. well my
1: okay my first serial that i fell in love with i started reading it in my 20s 800 years ago <laughs> and as i always like to say It was the Sue Grafton Alphabet Series, which I know a lot of people know about. Um, I think some people call it, they call it the Kinsey Milhones series because she's the main character. But I like to call it the Alphabet Series because each book is like, A is for alibi, B is for burglar, C is for corpse. I don't know all of them, Mm -hmm. so I can't go on. But the um, author, Sue Grafton, she actually died before she could finish the series she got to y so z was never written and it was going to be z is for zero Mm. and so now there's all this speculation of is there going to be a ghost writer is someone going to write this i hope they don't
0: i yeah kind of leaving it dangle is kind of kind of fun
1: I think just in the spirit of Sue Grafton, I think they'd need to just leave it like that. Yeah. Back to this series. So, Kinsey Milhone is a detective in Santa Teresa, California, which I believe is a fictional place. There's definitely a formula. She gets herself into weird situations that she always gets out of, and sometimes there's a love interest sometimes there's not and and that's what i like about it it's not like there's there's a woman oh we have to you know match her up with someone in every book i just love that so i i i remember being in my 20s always looking for the next sue grafton book okay i wrote down here that i think i only got up to g g is for gumshoe and i think that's when i was kind of like um I don't really like, and, and now I just, I just need to, to have this caveat. I don't like reading serials now. I hate it. Okay, I don't like having my next book necessarily pre-chosen for me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a thing. I, one of my greatest joys is finishing a book and then thinking about what will my next book be but i do remember i really did love the alphabet series you pretty much knew not necessarily what the plot was going to be but you knew how it was going to go Mm -hmm. and I really did like that and and this series is super super popular. Yes. So, you know, a lot of people just adore Sue Grafton. But that was my first one as a young woman that I really adored.
0: My first series that I loved. I mean, Anna and I'm sure this is not I, I I this is not a niche thing, but it was Nancy Drew was one. Oh um obviously although I think we've talked before on one of these about like if you reread them now Nancy is incredibly yes. careless with her life um she's always I'm just
1: gonna go and there's a abandoned cave yeah. by myself and then
0: like all these like thugs are always beating her over the head and tying her to a chair uh, it, it's very stressful as a modern human to read these but the Sweet Valley High books. I don't know if you were a, um, a fan of the Sweet Valley High. A little bit. A little bit. I read a few of them. Yeah. I, they, they came out in 1983. And so I bought the first one. But I would get a big fat stack of them for, like, my birthday and for Christmas. But that was very exciting. And But they're not that good. And they're but, not very long. So by the time, like, on Christmas, we would come... Um, I grew up in Texas, but we would come visit my grandparents here in Mississippi. Well, by the time we got here, (laughs) I'd read half of them. Um, They're very short, you know, they're... They also do not stand the test of time. I belong to this online book club that is just for rereading teen books from the 80s. And one of the first books that was read, was Dear Sister, which is number seven in the Sweet Valley High universe. And it, like, problematic? You don't even know problematic, y'all.
1: What was the problem?
0: Well, every adult man is like, wow, what a trim figure you have. Uh, oh. to ev- like, all the do- the doctors are creepy. Like no. So in it, the description is, Liz wakes up from a coma following her accident. It was a motorcycle accident. And has turned into jessica she has uh, like absorbed jessica's personality so now elizabeth who was the nice one and then jessica's the wild one elizabeth is now the wild one it's fun to revisit the things yeah. that you liked so much you know as uh as a kid but they're very bad but enjoyable in in their badness but the same like there's a, this cast of characters that you know it's but it's like a soap opera you know Mm -hmm. um and then every you know few episodes there's a new character you've never seen before but the dynamic of like the good twin and the bad twin is very reliable so that one was like what what they're switching places oh my you know that was that was a big one but uh, basically after sweet valley high and that was like the end of series for me I'm like in your like young or not young, yeah, like, like your, an, until your... until recently, there's this new series and and I don't think it was intended to be a series at first, but the book is called Girl Waits with Gun by Amy Stewart. So she is actually she ha- has written a couple of books about like about plants like she and and sh- in doing some research, she found this article from the New York Times about, the first woman police officer in New Jersey. And her name happened to be Constance Kopp, K-O-P-P. Wow. So she researched Miss Kopp and her adventures and then turned the newspaper articles about this case that she was working on. Those are integrated in this novel, okay. which is kind of my jam. Like you you found something on in a newspaper and then you yeah. researched it and then yeah. you like that, put it together. That is
1: kind of your jam. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I know you do.
0: Yeah. So there are six books in the series now. And it's
1: called "Girl." Girl Wait.
0: waits with gun Girl is the gun. the first one, and then there's Lady Cop makes trouble, and then there's there you know four others. Who's the author? Amy Stewart. It? Amy Stewart. Oh. It's the Cop Sisters. Those are the, that's that's what the series is called. C O P P K O P P O oh, K O P P Yeah. So I read the first one and really liked it, and then I was excited. It wasn't intended to be a series, so somehow that's the loophole. Like, it wasn't intended to be formulaic. It just, you know. So they're not, the books aren't formulaic, except for she is a lady police officer in, like, 1915, and... The limitations of what she is able to do, and then there's there's always some dumb man who's you know boo women you know <laughs> <laughs> so like there's that but like <laughs> hi that's uh, that's not completely a fabrication of being a woman so anyway those are good and I haven't read the last two but I'm I didn't even know that there were two more until I was making this list and I'm so excited I get to read two more wow. of them.
1: That's just interesting to me that you went from Sweet Valley High to nothing. Yeah. Until recently. Until,
0: like, I I think that first one came out. I just, like, saw it at the public library on the new bookshelf, and it has a cute cover, and, you know, we are suckers sometimes for a cute cover. Well, a good cover
1: is, I mean, there is nothing wrong with being drawn to a great cover. Okay, well, let me talk to you about my other two, which are both from my childhood. And I think I've talked to you about both of them before, but our audience has not heard about them. I mean, they, they've heard of these books. Maybe. Well, one of them for sure. So when I was a little girl, about six years old, my best memories was going to bed at night. And my parents always read to me before I went to sleep, you know, like like a lot of parents do. and. They read to me the Little House on the Prairie series by Laura Ingalls Wilder. I do know there's a lot of controversy about Laura Ingalls Wilder books right now. I, I do want to acknowledge that. Back in the 70s, different time.
0: They were wildly popular. They were in wildly the 70s. popular. Wilderly. Wilderly
1: <laughs> popular. What I... So my parents... Uh, My mom and my dad read them to me, but I really liked it when my mother would read them to me because she would do not only like different voices, but she would like, or she would like make sound effects for like, like the wind, like the wind and it was snowy and and, like, it's like, I don't know if anybody can hear that, but like she made it come to life for me So I listened to them, essentially, Mm -hmm. through my parents. So those books stand out to me because of the very fond memories I have of going to bed at night and having my parents read those books to me. But really, my mom, she's very theatrical and making all these noises (laughs) and doing the characters. So I want to mention that however the one series that I'm so excited to talk about that I truly loved when I was about 10 years old and I think I've talked to you about the, about this series before is called All of a Kind Family. Oh yes. By Girl S- Sydney Taylor.
0: I am a big fan of All of a Kind family.
1: All of a Kind family. if if you have not heard of All of a Kind family, you have truly missed out. They're probably out of publication right now. but if you go to like thrift books or something like that, you can find them. There's five books. It's about a Jewish family set in the early 1900s. Yeah, I'm using my all my. You guys can't say I'm using my hands. Come so. I just love them so much. It's about five girls and their parents, and it is about when I say shenanigans they get into. It's not.
0: They're like, very mild shenanigans. Yeah, they're
1: like not horrible, you know. But I just for some reason. I loved these books so much. And I loved learning about the Jewish culture. You know, I was a Jehovah's Witness, and I didn't know anything about any other cultures or any other religion. So I thought they were, I thought it was fantastic. The fifth book is about the oldest daughter, Ella. It's about Ella getting, going off and getting married. Mm -hmm. I have a confession to make, and... As a librarian, I'm a little embarrassed, but did you steal a library book? Yes, you know where this
0: is going.
1: <laughs> I loved them so much. This this is back in the day when. There was not a whole lot of security mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. public libraries. I'm not
0: saying I haven't stolen a library I, book. I'm
1: just, I'm just gonna put that out there. I did steal one of these books from my library, but I feel like that just says how much I love. Here's the question: Do you still have it? Um, no, I don't. And I'm not saying it's because I took it back. I'm saying it just got lost in the shuffle.
0: The thing I remember about All of a Kind Family. In it, like, I don't know if it's every week they get a penny every... Or they get a penny every day. Yeah,
1: I don't know if it's every... I don't know if it's every day. But
0: but. regardless, they get a very, very small sum of money to spend as they want to. Well, one sister always buys chickpeas. I'd never seen a chickpea in my life, you know. I don't remember At age 10 or Uh. whatever. And she gets she gets this little paper cone full of chickpeas and they are warm and salty and my goodness it sounds so delicious but another sister <laughs> spends her penny or half penny because you can buy a quarter pennies yeah. worth of stuff
1: yeah
0: on these crackers and they're not like crackers like salty crackers they are sweet crackers essentially like a really crispy cookie and the guy like just gets a scoop of them and puts them in a bag and then whoever, the two sisters who have the sweet tooth who share a bed, like their bed's all crumbly every morning, but the mother knows that it's okay. And there's a, a line that like just stuck with me forever. Like I literally thought about it this morning. Really? It, yes. Because when she hears the daughter's cutting up at night, uh-huh. she doesn't go in there and tell them to cut it out because she's like, you know what, they're, they, their minds are awake, but they're resting their bodies. And so this morning at 4.30, I was like, oh, and I woke up. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to be so tired today. And I'm like, no, I'm going to stay in bed because I'm resting my body, even if my mind is awake. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, it'll – anyway.
1: That's so interesting. And then here – Here we are. I bring All of a Kind Family. You which do. Which, you know, is one of my great loves. I'm very sad to say that I do not own these books. And I
0: have my original first all-of-a-kind family the very first one yes and then i bought on ebay or something one of the the, like the next one but i do have my
1: my my first one my goal maybe for 2021 is to get all of these books
0: well you know you have a birthday coming up i do have a birthday coming up you should either distribute this wish to your loved ones or treat yourself and buy them
1: I feel like I want to treat myself because this is something that's so personal to me. Right. Because I, you're the only person that I think I've only talked to about all the kind of family,
0: and now our moderator. Um, and the the all of our adoring public who's listening oh, right now. Yes,
1: and now all of our listeners from all over the world
0: know about our one Romanian um, listener. If you're out there, hello. The, <laughs> so anyway, if you are international uh, these listeners, are, these
1: are just wonderful endearing books that you might want to check out um and again the author is sydney taylor so
0: i want to talk about one more series series, and then and i'm going to then transition to sequels in the middle of my series i'm just laying it out what i'm gonna do okay there is a series that i did not think i was going to like because i don't really like series that much you know but the Jackson Brody series by Kate Atkinson oh,
1: uh-huh. um,
0: Case histories and one Good turn. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, it's also a TV show which so you can you can go that route as well. Um, but they're they read not like series. you know I mean he's a detective. so yes, is there a crime? Yeah, but the the format is like not always the same format. so anyway, Kate Atkinson, you know I love her. Is
1: it a series that you can pick and choose which ones you read or do
0: you kind of have to read all of you them? You kind of you could pick and choose except Jackson Brody's life uh, like, you know, is Things he back happen to, is he back together with okay. his ex-wife? Yeah. His his child grows up. So, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, in this last one, his his kid is like 17 and in the, the one before he was like 10. I was like, or, mm-hmm. or she? I don't even remember." Obviously, I'm super into these. I love them, but I don't remember all the details. Because why? Why do I need to know the details? I'm going to read another one and remember it all. But Kate Atkinson is my segue into sequels. So I have talked at length. Everyone knows that I love Life After Life. I knew it. I know. I knew that's what she was going to say. It's not a book that everyone in this room who's on this podcast episode also likes. She's doing double thumbs down right now, <laughs> but I, I, Life After Life just is one of my favorite books of all time, and just very quickly, um, it's different versions of this woman's life. In the opening, this woman's pregnant, and she's in labor, and the doctor can't get there in time, and the baby is born, and the cord's wrapped around its neck, and it dies. Happy, right? Then the next chapter is the same scene, except the doctor gets through and the baby is born. And that—that that is how we meet Ursula. So at every, every few years in her life, something happens and she dies. And then the next chapter is if she didn't. And then, so we get farther and farther and farther with her life.
1: The thing about that book is it sounds so good on paper to me. It sounds like something I would love. But when I read it, I did not love it.
0: Well, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And... A God in Ruins is the sequel to it. So Ursula, the main character, um, comes from a kind of a large family, and Teddy is one of her brothers. And A God in Ruins is Teddy's story. And so I was so excited to read it, except here's the thing. It was good. It's a very good book, but I don't care about Teddy. I want more Ursula. Also, why couldn't she just keep dying and come back, back to life forever? So was Ursula in
1: A God in Ruins? She
0: is a like, peripheral character, mm-hmm. you know, because, but it's, it's the story of his, like, adult life.
1: It wasn't enough to, like, keep your interest. It
0: was just enough that I was like, ooh, there's Ursula, and here's this uh, family that I've read about in this, uh, in this long book, and I, so it's, it's still really good because I worship Kate Atkinson. Like, mm-hmm. is she, is she writing, like, detective novels? I'll read those. Is she writing non I, I whatever she's doing. I even bought this, like, British limited edition, um, three story collection about Christmas, um, because I, I want to, I want to read everything. Um, but I think my love for, for life after life, there was no way a God in Ruins could ever, and that's the problem with sequels, Mm -hmm. you know, like they they cannot be as good or sometimes the second one is better. But they, they, they can't be equally good.
1: One's going to be kind of yeah. like,
0: meh. Yeah. It's just, it's just the way it works. Yeah. What are your sequel?
1: I, I have none. You have because none? I have none because I don't like sequels.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you do. You have read some, though. I have. What about? I have none written on my card. Okay. But see, this one I think we've talked about. Practical Magic, and the Rules of Magic. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I do. And, you know, I even looked at those on my shelf, and I thought about putting those on. Mm-hmm. I like to put stuff on my card and then talk about my card. But, okay, you're right. I did I did like that, but...
0: It wasn't like a sequel. Well, actually, those were prequels.
1: You know what? I like prequels better than sequels. I think I do, too. I do, because I like have. okay, so with, okay, so you have Practical Magic, so you've got this family of witches, and you've got the girls growing up with the, and I think we've talked about mm-hmm. Practical Magic in um, previous podcasts and um, whatnot, and then we had the, um,
0: the Rules of Magic, the
1: Rules of Magic, which is set in the 60s, and it's about their aunts, which is, at their aunts, which is really cool, and I, I really enjoyed that, and you have the girls. Um, are the girls in that as children? They might be near the end. I feel like they are yeah. as children. Um, and then you have another prequel. Yes, Magic Lessons. Magic Lessons. Which, which I have I, not read. I still have not read that yet. But
0: it, it's, You know what? It's set too far away for me to want to immediately read. I it's want like in to, the 1600s I'm or whatever. I'm super
1: excited about reading it, but not excited enough to read it yeah even though i've had my copy since and then i borrowed it for like four months and then i just gave it back and then you gave it back which i really do want to read because that's kind of how the whole family started right because and the curse of the the curse because this woman was burned at the stake for witchcraftery um so i do like that i do like the whole sequel or the pre- the prequel thing but i guess sequels just don't i think i'm going to have to say it goes back to i don't like being i feel like i'm being told what to read like oh well you read this well then you have to read these other
0: books mm-hmm. if a book just comes out and you read it and it's not planned to be you know a sequel it's 10 years later because mm-hmm. of you know, became really popular or famous or whatever. That's a different animal than oh, here's a. It's a trilogy. It's a planned trilogy from the beginning. Because mm-hmm. I always feel like every book I've read that um, was a trilogy, I've never made it to all three. Because I get mad that like this could have been a standalone, and then the author got a call and the editor's like, oh no, I've made it a three book deal. Yeah. And they're like, well, like, oh, and then what bit, will happen yeah. next? Like, and then you have to read the so next book
1: popular. One. You need to write more. Yeah, but I feel like Practical Magic was written as a standalone. It
0: was. Yeah. I, it was like 25, 30 years later yeah. that she wrote uh, so The Rules of Magic. really,
1: while, you know, The Rules of Magic was good,
0: it really wasn't necessary. No. I think it was just, we don't know a lot about the ants. Yeah. although. That's not exactly like a sequel. I guess the the same thing with *The God in Ruins*. Like, here's here's more about a different character in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Though maybe those do better than here. Are the same characters doing some other mm-hmm. junk. Another book I didn't know it was the second book in a series when I read it, and I absolutely loved it. It's called *Amy Falls Down* by Jincy Willett, and I th- we did a podcast. Um, about books that make us laugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was one, because there is a a passage where um, Amy is a creative writing, writing teacher, and it's the first day of school, and she's looking at the uh, class list. And she knows after being a teacher that you can't, like, make a joke about, like, oh, this must be a typo or or whatever. So she's very carefully going through, and, like, one of the people's names is, like, Maria Poop or something. And it's just... <clears throat> Not the kind of book that's gonna have that kind of joke in it. And so uh-huh. it's just so, it was just so jarring and hilarious. It's apparently the sequel to this book called The Writing Class. So in Amy Falls Down, something traumatic has happened in their class. Anyway, it happens in the writing class. But I can't remember now if we never know exactly what happened or if, if she just kind of talks around it, like the trauma of what happened. Oh, the trauma of the murder. Like, someone gets murdered at their class, and so but when, they But they never go into detail about it? They never go into—it's it. more about the effects oh, of—on okay. on the participants. But so then when I read the writing class and the person got murdered, I was like, wow, that's not—that's not as good as what happened after—after after this. And anyway, so it, it is not a book that's for everyone. I will say that. It does not have universal appeal. Like life after, just kidding. Well,
1: yeah, just def, like, <laughs> life after life. Like this book that you
0: hate. Everyone, everyone. One other category I wanted to talk about real quick uh, was is retellings, like the same story retold. Uh, and for some reason, when I was trying to think of some, there are so many Pride and Prejudice. Retellings, reboots, sequels. This person's perspective, that person. Oh, Mr. Darcy. I'm oh. not a big fan of them,
1: and I don't. I, I don't like them.
0: There are some that I do like, and I don't like them if they're like written in the style mm-hmm. of uh, Pride and Prejudice, because you can't. It's impossible. But like eligible, have you read that? I did read eligible. Curtis Sittenfeld. Uh, yeah,
1: and I thought it was far enough away from the classic novel that it, it was almost hard to tell that it was a retelling. Yes, which I think a makes it like successful. That.
0: Like yeah. it's not, and I, because if you get it farther far enough away, you don't have to be married to uh, get it uh-huh. uh, to to every single element in the book. Yeah um Bridget Jones Diary that's Pride and Prejudice Uh oh yes that is um, is. and like in some ways like very overtly like his name is Mark Darcy yeah and I think a lot of people don't
1: get that that's a retelling yeah
0: and that that's a great one and that is like so far away from um you know Elizabeth Bennett Bridget's um hijinks I didn't read any of those um the zombie, you know, Pride and Prejudice oh, and I did zombies. Not, I don't I did have not any interest they, in that. They did not interest me in no. the slightest.
1: But a lot of people did like them. They did. They were very
0: popular. Yeah, that that is a great way to. Yeah. Okay. So here's this book. I'm gonna put in some stuff about zombies and call it my own. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. And that's also a good way to get
1: people who are like, you know what Jane Austen boring 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 Mm -hmm. but oh what zombies I'll read that and and by reading the
0: zombie version you get the story you get the same story and then it's it's opening up to a new audience Pride and Prejudice is just so pervasive like you can't get you can't go too far without like bumping into another version of it another movie so that helps and then the last one have you read On Beauty by Zadie Smith no
1: I'm I'm aware of it, but I've not read
0: it. It's um it's a redo of Howard's End by E. M. Forster. Did
1: not know that. Yeah and I love Howard's End yes.
0: so much. Yes. You need to get Brighten this down. Yeah. I I don't have anything to say except that's a retelling and it's good. I d I, I don't remember. No I read it idea. a while ago. I had no idea. Well, this has been a fun talk yeah about. i think
1: these were this is a good a, a good topic and it's one that we've we have i mean you would think we we would have exhausted our the topics of books we could discuss but no there's a lot more
0: and there's a lot more to come that's right we have so, several episodes planned yeah we do I was going to try to make a dumb joke about, like, come next time for the sequel to this podcast. But it, that doesn't work, so I won't proceed with it. But well, thanks this, for listening to yes, this episode. Yes, thank you for listening
1: to us. And maybe you'll uh, go check out that all-of-a-kind family.
0: Well, I if... So you don't have one at your house right now, no. right? Do you, do you want me to bring mine for you to borrow? Or are you going to wait for your birthday? I'm
1: going birth to wait and get my own. Get so all of them? So it'll be so special yeah. when I get them. Well, so. that sounds fun. And that's going to be my goal
0: of 2021. I think that's a very good and attainable goal. Yes. Thank you for listening to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. We hope you will tune in next time, and we encourage you to visit your local public library often.